Alrighty everyone, welcome back. This is Tavis Killian with Rare Petro and today we're bringing you a little bit of something new. We've got a new series with Kerry Stockdale. Now you might have seen his interview on the Industry Leader Spotlight series and we were enamored. We figured out that this is a guy, we want to pick his brain. He is very talented. He works with leaders, he works with individuals to help people find the potential of themselves and their teams so that the world runs a little bit more efficiently, a little bit better. And so uh, I don't want to steal any more of his thunder. I guess I'll go ahead and turn it over to Kerry. Kerry, thank you for joining us. It's great to be here again, and uh, thanks for having me. Um, a little bit of a little bit of expanded background. I've been in human resources for over forty years, and during that period of time, I had um, a lot of people come to me as being the HR representative or leader and uh, ask me about how can I get more value out of performance appraisals? And it's that time of the year, it's February and February and March are generally the, the biggest time for performance appraisals. And Tavis and I were talking about, perhaps that would be some value to talk about today. And so we came up with, I came up with a few slides to give us some guidance on how to get the most value out of the performance appraisal. And I don't know about the rest of you out there listening, but I know I've got a performance review coming up and uh, I, this year I wanna look at it with excitement instead of dread. So really Carrie, I'm excited to hear what you have to present on this subject. Thanks Tavis, that's exactly what we're gonna to try to accomplish today. And um, at purpose, is to look at the annual performance appraisal and again, how to get more value out of it. The supervisor and the employee are to, the purpose of this is the supervisor and the employee are to have an honest dialogue about your strengths, Tavis, and areas of development and how to improve moving forward. That sounds like a very noble effort uh, but it somehow never works out that way or rarely works out that way. What actually happens is it's a poorly executed exercise. The supervisor may not be prepared. Uh, they have they're, or they're not skilled. Uh, they haven't been trained in how to give and deliver feedback, uh, or maybe they're not committed to the process. Now, if you find someone who is, you find a supervisor who is prepared, they are skilled and they are committed to the process. They are rare, but wonderful <laughs> and give a great name to, to performance management and are very supportive of the process and things go very well for you and for the supervisor. Um, the employee, uh, what happens with them is sometimes they're not prepared and maybe a little bit confused about the process and the outcome and their expectations. So today we're going to demonstrate how to make that process work much better for you. And I like how you mentioned that because a lot of the time we're all thinking, me, 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 what can I do? What have I done in this past semester? It's very easy to forget that not only the reviewee has to show up prepared, but the reviewer as well. So this presentation is great for everybody. So let's assume a better world on appraisals. What if you came out of the appraisal meeting with guidance on how to grow within the organization? Your ability to, to, to know where you can go in the company 
and how you can get there. And what if you could feel a sense of purpose that your job is aligned to the success of the company? And what if you were able to have clear direction on what you can do to help the company grow? Because that's what we're paid for is to con contribute to the success of the company. And the fourth item is insight on how, uh, insight regarding how the company can assist you in doing your best work. What kind of training do you want? Do you want to go into more technical training? Are you looking for leadership training? These are good opportunities. It's so, it, so it evolves into not only a performance management discussion, but a career discussion. If you can help manage the process to include that, uh, I think you will get tremendous value out of it because performance leads to good performance leads to uh, uh, career progression. And so this is, a, this is a fundamental piece of you getting better and stronger and more visible in the organization. And so by doing some of these prep work, this prep work, you're gonna be able to, uh, to progress your career. That's the ultimate goal. And finally, understanding, and this is the fundamental part of a performance appraisal, understanding what you do best and what you need to do to improve. And then how do you approach some of these subjects? Is it fine for me to go, hi, I'd like more experience with X in the next quarter and I want some help? Do supervisors want to hear that? Yeah, I, I think supervisors, if they're smart today, <laughs> you know, you hear a lot about recruiting, 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 and lack of talent out there, but the smart companies are looking at retention. How did they retain people to keep the outflow of talent so they have to go back to recruiting and hire more and more people? So your ability to find out what motivates uh, employees is very important, and the supervisor being trained in that so that they don't have turnover for the, especially for the reasons when they don't need to, to do that. Uh, uh, a supervisor, uh, you know, part of their role is to develop the, the development of you as a professional. And your interest, going to Colorado School of Mines, just a terrific school. And you didn't come there just to do this one job. You know, you came here to progress your career. So if you don't state that to your supervisor, they're going to think everything's just fine. So they don't know what you're thinking until you tell them what you're thinking. <laughs> and if you indicate to them that you've got a, a keen interest in developing your career and progressing it, put your interest on the table. And now they understand that and they have an obligation to provide you with the insight of where are the career paths? How do you get to those career paths? And I think that's very well put. Uh, we can't expect everyone to be blessed with the gift of mind reading. So a little bit of communication goes a very long way. And this may be an aside, Tavis, but engineers very much tend to believe it. And this is a gross generalization. Saray is going to throw <laughs> something at the, at the screen when I say this but they expect their work to speak for itself. I totally understand what you're saying with that. I take no offense either. It does not work that way. <laughs> we have, 
you as an engineer, a talented engineer, these four point guys coming out of school drive me crazy, guys and, and ladies, of course, uh, absolutely drive me nuts because they have high expectations and they expect the company to take care of them. To your point earlier, Tavis, what's in it for me? What am I gonna get out of this? And I've gone way offline here. So <laughs> That's I, fine. I, I better, I better regroup here. So how do we maximize value? It's preparation, making a list of the outcomes and the agenda for the meeting. So what am I saying is that you're actually managing the meeting without the supervisor really knowing it. You're putting in the things that are important to you that you need to get on the table that will accelerate your career. Not many people do this. And the ones that do get, get rewarded for it in a lot of different ways. Just think if you were the supervisor and you had somebody come in and very organized and saying, here's, here's what I'd like to uh, also accomplish. Not only am I respectful of the feedback that I'm getting, but it's also uh, an opportunity for me to talk about how I can contribute more to the company and how I can uh, progress my career. What supervisor would not like to hear that? Uh, if they have a problem with that, then you're at the wrong company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, but I know most of you, you all are, are with very fine companies. Some of the companies have sophisticated performance management, do it as well as they can. But even if they're doing it well, I think the value added that we're talking about today will put you over the top and separate you from other of your peer group. Something I'm sort of understanding as you go through this is really this, this is an opportunity because these people, especially at my stage in their career, see this and they dread it. They want nothing to do with it. Wake up, oh, today's performance review day. How do I get through this? But the way you're framing it, there's stuff to get out of this. There is uh, positives that can come out as long as you communicate, just express what you're looking for and your understanding that you need to grow and you want to be a little better next time this review comes around. Great. Okay, well, let's go through the preparation. I, I mentioned preparation, making a list of your outcomes and agenda for the meeting. Number one, getting an, a clear understanding from your supervisor of what you did well. It's really important to be recognized for what you do did well because you want to continue that. This is a part of your branding. The branding of Tavis is that he is known for reservoir engineering like nobody else. He is so good at that. Uh, so he becomes branded for that and people go to him for answers and people go to him for help and people load him up with projects because he's, he's gotten a reputation uh, for, for being talented in reservoir engineering. And then uh, conversely, what needs to improve? What do I need to work on that would make me better? What would, you know, I don't need, I, I'm not gonna be able to know everything in energy, but what are areas I can, I can learn either technical or behavioral areas that I can improve on? Should I be a better team player? Should I be um, a better delegator? Uh, am I trying to do too much work? Those are examples of areas to improve that may come up during the conversation. Number two, 
how and where can I grow with my company? That's really critical to know uh, the how and the where can I grow with the company. Things change. Look what happened in the last two years. Job titles have changed. Uh, business models have changed. Lots of has changed and will continue to change. And so how do I keep up with that change if I'm not having ongoing conversations with the supervisor? Uh, it may have been uh, the last performance appraisal. You were designated as a guy who's going to go up the technical ladder. Conversely, two years later or a year later, it may be that you want to try the leadership approach. You, you've been recognized for your, uh, your teamwork on project management. So, so things change and you need to be leading that change. You need to be leading of where you want to go with the change rather than to be changed, you're creating change. Number three, how can I contribute more to benefit the company? Uh, a couple of ideas there is there are projects that you see that are going on in the company where you could make a better you could contribute, not only can you contribute, but you would like to contribute and you can see where that would broaden the development of your, your professional uh, uh, development. Uh, and so it's okay to, while you're in this discussion, you know, this performance appraisal slash career development discussion, you can certainly mention that if possible, I would be interested in getting into this other department that's doing some pretty innovative things if, if the possibility came along and I'd be happy to do this along with the work that I have. I would create some capacity to contribute to the uh, project because I can see that they need additional staff uh, to uh, successfully finish the project. Another idea is how can you contribute more to benefit the company? How can you contribute more to benefit your supervisor? One of the ideas I've always encouraged people to do is to go to their supervisor because they're busy as all get out. And how can they benefit? How can you help the supervisor take something off their plate? And I would suggest that you be very specific saying, I understand you're doing some research on this um, a well site, do you, you know, I've got, I can make some time or I can work over or I can work on the weekends and, and do some research for you and prepare a document for you for Monday so that uh, you would have the analysis to make a better decision on it. Now, what if you were the supervisor, you're snowed under, you're working 70 hours a week and you have somebody come in and say they'd like to help. You got a new best friend. Well, and Tavis, that's a really important part because every transaction, and this is a big transaction, the performance appraisal, is an opportunity to increase credibility, increase trust, stay the same, or decrease it, depending on how you handle the situation. And again, I mean... <clears throat> you may need to do some managing up with your supervisor. Uh, number four, how is my 
position aligned and purpose with the company goals. Uh, everybody wants to know in the last two years, and I've seen a lot of this, is people have been very reflective on their jobs. Why am I doing this? What am I getting out of it? Is it the right thing to be doing? Should I go somewhere else that has a different culture or a different career path? I, people have had time to reflect on that, whereas before they were just doing their job, you know, the bell went off in the morning and they were getting it the rest of the day until six o'clock and then they'd go home and uh, be exhausted and not really think about anything but the more tactical day-to-day -day things. But people have become more strategic in what they want both short-term and long-term. And uh, companies need to adjust to that and make sure that, they under, that the employee understands the importance and purpose of, of them being at the company. So it's okay to ask those questions. Number five, how can I develop mentoring and on-site training and challenging assignments? Those are the three keys to professional development. Those mentoring, off-site training, and challenging assignments. Challenging assignments makes up 70% of your professional development. Mentoring makes up about 20% and off-site training makes up about 10, 10% 10 of your, your development. So that's how it works. And you can see the, the, the challenging assignments isn't surprising because you've got those right now that you're working on. Uh, mentoring's a little different. Uh, some some uh, companies have mentoring programs on day one. Some pro have informal programs. I know when I was in oil and gas and I developed a mentoring program, it was one of the highlights of my last five years uh, in oil and gas was a very successful mentoring program. Uh, so th that's really key to find a mentoring, especially early career people. And when I say early career, anyone in their 20s and people on I'm right now I'm mentoring uh, a couple of uh, folks in their 40s and helping guide them where their career should go and you can have more than one mentor too so I'm a big fan of mentoring so I decided to expand on that commercial and already I'm excited to hear about mentoring, offsite training, a lot of these other subjects of development and how to get the most out of your business. Carrie's going to be talking about a lot of these sort of soft skill topics as we move forward. So be sure to not only follow him on LinkedIn, but go ahead and follow this podcast because he's got plenty of more wisdom coming down the pipes. Okay, and starting to wrap it up, um, what I did here is steps in the one-on-one -on -one appraisal process. This is after you've done all your preparation work. But defining the roles as a seasoned HR guy like myself sees what the role is. And the manager is the process and content guy. They're responsible for managing the process and making sure the content that they're delivering to Tavis is accurate. They're there to provide clarity and get your feedback. That's their role. And I think that pretty much encompasses it. Now, other things happen and during the process, and we talked about career development discussions and offline things and where the, where the discussion may go. Then uh, you, you're the receiver and interpreter of the report. This is a performance discussion 
with an opening for a career discussion. And it's okay to make notes as you go along. So next steps, follow up with the supervisor. This is what we talked about. Follow up with your supervisor, show appreciation for the discussion and provide a summary with what next steps are. And 2A is rarely done, but when done respectfully will positively separate you from your peers. Yeah, I've I've got to say I've never I've never heard of someone writing up a, a follow up email for a performance review, but I can see how already that would set you leagues apart from the rest of your team. What happens is you have shown to the supervisor that you heard them, and here's what I'm going to do as a result of our discussions. Now you've taken the work off the supervisor keeping notes. One, number two having to do anything um you're saying i'm taking on the responsibility of all this uh, i make swing back in three months and you know check in with you and see how i'm doing on these areas of improvement other tips be genuinely positive and curious the purpose of the appraisal is to provide honest objective feedback on your performance what you do well and how you can improve the more relaxed you are the more relaxed your supervisor will also be in effect, you're helping manage the process by being well prepared. The ultimate goal is to have the manager provide ongoing feedback, not just once a year. So if they get comfortable with giving you feedback, you'll get it during the course of the year and you will have achieved a great deal with just that one effort. So Carrie, I got to say, first of all, you knocked that out of the park. That was a wonderful presentation. And I guess if I take at least one, if I'm only to take one thing away from this, which there's plenty more than that, it's that I have more control in the performance review than I thought. This isn't an opportunity to be scrutinized. This is an opportunity to get more out of the work and more out of the relationship with my supervisor. So thank you for taking the time to share this with us today. It's been a delight, Tavis, and thanks for the opportunity. Of course. And for the rest of you, again, be sure to connect with Carrie on LinkedIn. He's got great resources for everyone out there and follow this podcast so you don't miss any future presentations. This has been Tavis Killian with Rare Petro. Until we see you next time, take care, everybody.